This message is brought to you by danmolerarchive.com, the number one place to search over 2,500 Dan Moeller messages and growing. Now, please enjoy this message. Come on, it has never been about you. It's been about Christ in you from the beginning. God made you for his image. And the only way we learn to think for ourselves is because Adam sinned and fell away from God. So Jesus took sin upon himself. God cursed it on the cross, took it off of you, not just to take away the things you did bad, but to take away the effects of that sin, making you think for yourself, live for yourself, justify yourself, protect yourself, defend yourself. Deny yourself. <laughs> Deny yourself doesn't mean you don't go to the movies, you don't go golfing, you don't joke. Deny yourself means you don't take life personal, you take the gospel personal, so you walk in love and never lose the sight of the value of people. God created man in his own image. Oh my goodness, this is so redundant. Why does he keep saying it over and over? He probably wants us to get it. In the image of God, he created him, male and female, and he blessed them. Why are you on the planet? For God's image. Life apart from pursuing his image is outside of your created value. It's outside of grace. There is no grace on your life to live your day without pursuing his image because that's why you're alive. The cross of Christ is not fulfilled when a man prays a prayer to go to heaven someday. The cross of Christ is fulfilled when a man's nature is restored back to love because the image of God is love. God is love. So God made man to love. When he ate the tree, he got cut off from love and the source of love and became bankrupt and in need of love and every man since that day was born into that lie and into Adam and you must be born again you get it so first Timothy 1 5 the goal of our instruction is love the purpose of the commandment is love and love takes no account no account of a suffered wrong because love doesn't seek its own because it denied itself to pick up its cross and follow the king. Guys, that is Christianity. If he lays down his life for others, why don't we? If he's not offended and mad, why are we? If he's not discouraged and disheartened, why are we? Because we don't understand why he's in us. Sometimes we think he's here just to bless us and make our lives go better and keep the cars running right and make sure the money keeps coming. And then if that stuff doesn't happen, man, we really have issues. And uh, now we have a little stall in our relationship because, God, you ain't pulling through. And all of a sudden we reveal that we're not even a Christian for relationship and love. We're a Christian for what God can do for us. And if he don't do it, we got issues. That's called spoiled children. That's using God as a busboy, a genie in a bottle. That's not even a relationship. He's not even your father. He's your need meter. Satan believes that about every one of us. He said in the book of Job to God, he said, Job, an upright man, cut me a break. That's my paraphrase. He said, he ain't an upright man. Are you kidding me? He's reciprocal. He only blesses you because you bless him. You've hedged him in. You gave fat in the land. You made him fat in the land. Of course he blesses you. Come on, man. You know men. You know people. They're all thinking for themselves. Nobody loves you, God. He, he worships you because you made him fat in the land. You've hedged him in on every side. I'll tell you what. You stretch forth your hand and you take away the blessing from Job and you'll see his true colors. He'll curse you to your face just like every one of these people. That's in your Bible. What's he saying? People don't love you. They need you. They use you. They tap into you as a resource. 
But you let their expectations get failed. You'll see how much they care about you. They'll curse you as quick as they bless you. If the rent's paid, they got both hands high. But if the money's in question, they got the hands deep in the pocket and the heart shut down. Don't you make the devil right on your account. Because I'll tell you what, in a lot of cases, he's exactly right. I'm not correcting you. I'm saying, don't you ever let that be you, church. God didn't put his son on the cross so that we'd be the kid on the floor crying for the lollipop when the mama said no. If you teach your children and train your children like we put God in the position we put God, we'd say shame on you for spoiling your kids. And yet somehow we think God's there just to meet all our needs. God's there to transform our lives and bring us back to the reason he created us in the first place. And don't you and me forget this. Your life is a gift. Your life is a privilege. And your life is an honor in him. He gave you this win little window to leave an impact and write a legacy and bring glory to his name. Not to have a good life, but to manifest him. Jesus is so serious about that that as innocent man, he died as guilty sat in the womb of a woman for nine months to make the point that you're created for something way more than we've become and to pay the price that no man could pay and get the lie off of us. God, Almighty God, served humanity to the point of coming through the vaginal canal of a woman and raise up as a man and fulfill everything Adam failed so we could go free. He must think a lot about our destiny. It's sure, he sure didn't do that because he's some kind of mysterious lover that wants us in a party called heaven someday. It's because he wants heaven back inside of us so that we can walk in the light as he's in the light and crush the darkness. Just stop for a moment and say, thank you for the day, Father. I call today a privilege, it's a gift, thank you. My days of complaining are over. My days of frustration, I'm done having a grudge towards work. Man, you have changed my heart. The reason I'm alive today is for your image. And I thank you, you're empowering me. Holy Spirit, I welcome you. I surrender to you and I yield to you. That So when men look at me, they get captured. When men look at me, they get intrigued. When men look at me, they begin to see who you are. Because you're in me. Thanks for loving me. Thanks for today. I'm excited about my life in you. Thanks for loving me, Father. You're in communion with God. You're yielding yourself. All of a sudden, somebody in your close family says something they should have never said. That's unfortunate. Did something we wish they'd have never done. And all of a sudden, you're alone and you're weeping. And it's not because of what they did. It's because they did it and they had the capacity. And all of a sudden, you're not crying anymore for yourself. You're crying for them. And you say, Lord... Man, I didn't realize that they even had that capacity. It tried to shock me. It tried to hurt me. Why would it hurt me? I'm not living for me. Man, I realize they need mercy, God. If they knew who they were, they wouldn't have done that. Lord, even as you saved me while I was yet a sinner, would you let grace abound towards them? Would you teach them wisdom? Would you comfort their heart? Would you take that thing out of them, God, in your gracious way? God, I love them and I release my faith towards them and say thank you for making things right. Guys, that's Christianity. Call on your friend and say, and pray for me because Sally just did this and I can't believe it and I'm really hurting and I need prayer. What is that? 
that is a self-centered complaint session and grace isn't even in your prayers because the lady you called or the man you called if he doesn't have wisdom he's going to say they did what oh i'm sorry oh my goodness let's pray god would you just give them peace right now would you heal their broken heart no i'm going to ask you why your heart's broken and why you're taking her so personal and letting what she said subvert what christ is in you and i'm going to say why are you crying for you and you ought to be crying for Sally. That's how I'm going to talk to you. And I ain't going to pray for you and give you permission to be broken. I'm going to call you into the love of God. If you enjoyed this message, please visit danmolerarchive.com to find over 2,500 more messages from Dan all organized by category, playlist, and search. Enjoy.